Well, hello and welcome to the show. Today, I am very happy to bring you a lovely, lovely lady. She goes by the name of Tanya, and she owns a beautiful space called Intense Space that is in St. Petersburg. Welcome to the show, Tanya. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Sharon. This is very exciting to be able to have uh, a conversation with you. Well, I feel the same, and that's exactly what it is, just a little conversation. So I met Tanya. I'm going to tell the little how I met you story. I met Tanya the first time when I went to the winter solstice at your space. Right. I think this is the first time I'm saying out loud. Not that I'm embarrassed, but it's just not something I shared with anybody that I went to the winter solstice at your space that our friend Ashley led. And it was wonderful. Mm -hmm. And it was. I I don't think we actually spoke very much that night. No, but anybody that was in that room was like a spirit sister or brother. And there were brothers there, many. Yes. Which was so nice. Mm And then I was like, well, I would like to have a conversation. So I hooked up with my buddy, Dr. Lara, who was the first one to be on the show. Shocked? No, I'm sure you're not. (laughs) And I said, the three of us need to just sit down and chat. That's what we need to do. We need to really get to know each other. Again, no plan, no agenda, no expectations, just trying to form community which is what I think you were trying to do and are trying to do at Intense Space and are doing. Absolutely. So why don't you tell everybody what Intense Space is, and then we'll talk about the current state of Intense Space. Okay. So Intense Space, um, really it's just a space where people gather. We host uh, different classes, different events that are centered around Um, really just healing and a a true sense of coming back to wholeness and just feeling better, feeling that sense of wellness. Um, So that's in a nutshell what it is, and it's uh, located in St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, But I felt that there was a need for um, a gathering space where people were really looking to go deep. So I always think of it as a transformational space in that um, it was very important that whoever I brought in, the healers, the teachers, the wellness practitioners were really grounded and really rooted in whatever it was that they felt called to share Mm. um, so that whatever they shared with others um, was really uh, almost an invitation to allow yourself to really go deep and peel back the layers, even if it's uncomfortable. Um, So it's been great because I feel like, you know, no matter how big or how small the gatherings are, there is something palpable that happens when people come together in that way. Um, And there's true meaningful relationships being formed. I mean, it's amazing when I hear of people that, you know, have now these friendships and even a relation, romantic relationships that happened initially in the space and then they took it outside the space. So it's been really, really wonderful beyond what I even kind of envisioned when I first started. 
I bet. And I bet a lot of people have said, you know, there's great energy in your space and it feels good to be here. And there's only one other space that I have felt that way in. And that is um, um, my friend Chitra and Vim, Dr. Vim Patel have a space called Evolve Personal Health in South Tampa. But ironically, (laughs) just had her on the show, she had um, pivoted her business because she wanted to reach, she wanted more access to yeah. what, right? To what she was bringing to the world. Yeah. And that has now transferred into an app called Health Conscious App. Yeah. Very and cool. yeah, very cool. She was on the show. You could watch it. <laughs> but she, you know, it's, it is amazing what happens when, because I, when I found your space, I was like, just the name alone, you had me at intense space. <laughs> Like, I don't even, I, that's where I want to be. That's where I want to go. And I want to know whoever it is that designed intense space, because I was looking for a space um, to go on like a retreat myself, but I didn't want to leave Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, well, this is great because they have workshops here and, you know, there's energy work and yoga. And it was just, it was totally my vibe. And I felt it as soon as I walked in there. And so did Dr. Laura when he was there as well. And I think that we need these spaces. We need these places to create community, whether it is in a physical space or what we're doing right now. Absolutely. So what is, so what has happened? So COVID-19, obviously this is why Mm -hmm. I decided to do a daily show to bring who I considered healers um, as the Dr. Whisperer, to our community. So what has happened since COVID-19 um, happened at your space? So like I think most everyone, uh, there was a, a point where I, I made a decision to um, temporarily close the space. So that was March 16th. Mm. Um, and since then, um, yeah, I'm just kind of in that, that I don't know phase where I don't know when we'll be able to open. I don't know what it will look like when we do reopen. You know, I'm, I'm optimistic that maybe in the next few months, but even still, like, will will people be ready? Mm. Even if, you know, they say we can start to gather in smaller groups, will people be ready? Mm. Um, so I'm in that, place where I just don't know what it will look like. Um, I'm also very open to, you know, being able to uh, bring that essence of intense space, that energy in another way. So, you know, I am going to create and launch very soon. It'll be a virtual gathering space. Um, because I think that as we've been able to see, we can still feel each other like through this space, especially when you're with people that, you know, um, that are coming together with that shared intent. I mean, everyone's intention may be uh, specific to them. It will be, but there's that global intention of, 
you know, just wellness and just supporting people and coming together and making sure that people know they're not alone. Even if they live physically alone, that there are ways of connecting, even if it looks a little bit different. So I'm excited about kind of seeing what that will look like. But for now, the physical space um, is just on hold. Yeah. And um, from what you said before, we briefly just chatted that you have very caring landlords that were able to help you through this time and the people in the building, because it is a brand new building, right? It is. And most of the, um, I shouldn't say most, but many of the businesses are smaller businesses. Some are new, like myself, uh, less than three years in business. So this has been um, devastating in many ways, especially, um, you know, if you don't have people coming to the space, then you don't have income coming in. So they've been wonderful. They've given us opportunities to um, defer rent, to pay in payments. So it's been, there could have been that pressure and they allowed that pressure to kind of be taken away, even if it's for the time being mm -hmm. until we can figure out, because no one really knows what's going to happen. Yeah, and I think that's wonderful. I think that I think they were smart, you know, to do that. It shows some some real great um, humanness, and Absolutely. I think that you know, if and when things go back to whatever the new normal looks like, people will be more opt to work with people that have been kind throughout this time. Absolutely, and I mean, I think it's part of, you know part of this is showing us like where we can uh, express and show more of that sense of kindness and compassion. Cause we're all in this, it's expressing in different ways. And obviously our circumstances are different, but it's amazing to think that globally we're all in this, whatever this Every one of us. Every as, single person. Yes. Every one of us. Yeah, it is mind blowing. And it's, you know, I went to see um, my digital media specialist um, just to have some normalcy. I'll go to Starbucks yes. and I'll bring her coffee and we'll sit out in her front yard mm -hmm. or mine, six feet apart. Right. And we will have our meeting quick. Mm -hmm. But there were so many butterflies today. Oh, oh my gosh. Right? Nature and Mother Earth is super happy. I've been talking about it on every show. It's been really blissful to watch. It is. And it's been, you know, I, I wonder, I'm like, especially with the birds, the birds for me, I mean, they're just, um, you can just tell, like, they're just thrilled. Yeah. Are they thrilled or did I just not notice it as much as I do now? We have this time, you know, to really kind of slow down a little bit. Well, so. I, I actually believe that they are a little bit louder because I think they're a lot happier. Because, yeah, one of the things that, um, you know, I got sober a long time ago. And mm -hmm. one of the things that I learned in early recovery was, you know, it was always said to us, like, take time, smell the roses and listen to the birds. And so I've been practicing that for like so long. But I'm telling you, they have never been this loud before. They're like having a party. They're so Absolutely. glad that they have like clean air to fly around in, which is nice. Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to know about this exciting virtual space that you're creating. What, what can people expect? What, what, is, what is it going to look like? 
not perfect like explanation. This is new and exciting, but I'm I'm excited myself. So I'm like, tell me so I can sign up. Oh yeah, I mean I'm super excited, and I will be completely upfront in saying that I wanted to. There's nothing that's essentially like there's no curriculum. It's really just going to flow very feminine, uh, but it's called mentorship of the heart. Ooh, uh, I like that. And it's called, it's Mentorship of the Heart, Alchemy, and Gold. So this is something that has been forming for over a year. um, And finally, it felt like the right time to launch. So how I envision it is really creating this um, online sacred space. So for those that haven't been to Intense Space, I want to capture that energy. So when you walk in, there's the sense and there's the feel. I want to be able to somehow capture that on a virtual platform. So it'll look like it's a membership site. It'll be a self-practice portal that when you sign up, you'll have access to. Uh, It'll begin on the full moon or near the full moon every Mm -hmm. month. Uh, there'll be a video from me where I'll be able to set the tone and the intention to take you through the month. There'll be a meditation. Sometimes there'll be some physical practice, sometimes both. Um, and I'll have in the portal an explanation. My uh, dear sister, who is a intuitive Reiki healer, mm-hmm. is going to also offer a custom group um, energy reading for the group. Um, what else will be in this? I portal? love the sound of that. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, Yes, uh, there'll be, so I, I get geeky excited with all <laughs> kinds of inspirations. So within the portal, anything that kind of, I want things to be relevant. So relevant to whatever's going on without, throughout the month. Um, and I'm constantly reading things. I'm constantly gathering resources. So I will put that in the portal, things that feel relevant, that uh, hopefully resonate with others. Um, and then there'll be a live call on the new moon of every month so that we have an opportunity to kind of come together like this, mm-hmm. you know, whoever wants to li- uh, come in on a live call and we'll gather, we'll just kind of have these healing conversations, you know, any insights, any questions that people have with the meditation, what's coming up for people, whatever, whatever yeah. kind of transpires. Um, oh, that sounds fantastic. I, um, you know, I was thinking while you were talking about how, even though I was so happy that you opened that space in St. Pete, of course, the space is limited somewhat to driving there. Absolutely. So, right, this global, really, opportunity. I mean, I have been to meetings. I spoke at a meeting in New York last week. Um, I'm going to go to Ireland in a few days, you know, over Zoom. And it's wonderful, you know. I mean, as much as we miss the the connectivity of being together, I don't think that it's lost when we're looking at each other because I know when I saw your face, I was happy. It's like you're here. And every time I've gone on to a Zoom with somebody that I miss seeing, and then we're, we're actually seeing more people that we wouldn't typically. Like my family does um, Saturday night karaoke. Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> yeah. So they're from Ireland. So some, peop- some of our family from Ireland, some from New York, some in Italy and England. 
So we wouldn't even have this opportunity, you know? And I think that what we were discussing before, if, if we miss this opportunity to reevaluate right, and right. to really get quiet, like what you have chosen to do and um, myself, probably not as um, quiet as you, although I do have a little quiet jealousy right now. Um, <laughs> those quiet envy, but at least I have it this week. You know, I think it's, it's wonderful. Um, so tell me what that's been like for you. When we, you, you and I both shared, I'll start by saying, you know, it's like everybody was doing a Zoom workshop. It was like Zoom, you know, let me learn Zoom. I was stressed about Zoom. And I felt that need too. You felt that need. And I had Zoom workshop on my agenda almost every day. And then I just, just didn't, you know, if I can't do, unfortunately or fortunately, I just can't do anything that doesn't feel right. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm right there with you. So like you, that was my thing. And like you, I had it down. I didn't even know how to use Zoom. So I was like, <laughs> you can learn Zoom so you can start sharing content on Zoom. Um, there was Instagram Live, there's Facebook Live. And like I mentioned before, we actually got on the call here or when we were starting, um, there was something that was nudging me to not do that. It was almost like, no, this is your time to kind of cocoon. Mm -hmm. um, it's okay, you know, let, let others do that. And I mentioned to you that I did create on my website, it's just one page and it has all these different uh, offerings. So it's almost like, you know, um, that portal to find different ways of coming back to you. Um, but I didn't need to be the one to do that just yet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I would be hypocritical if I was talking about how this time is an opportunity to really ask yourself, like, who am I? You know, what is it that, what is my heart, my deepest heart's desire? Um, anyways, without going too deep into this, um, I, I knew that this was kind of giving, it was a nudging to like, okay, let's really take a look at why are you feeling like you have to do something, even though I didn't really want to. I knew that there was something within me that was saying, it's fine to not feel like you have to, um, you know, offer this and that. There are lots of people doing that. And that's so beautiful. Um, but it was it was time for me to really listen to that internal voice, which for me is always the voice of the heart. And that's what I did. And it was, it just, it felt like very resonant for me. That's not for everyone, but for me, that's what it was. And that's what my work is really all about. And even the online portal, I mean, simply put, it's becoming more of who we are. Yeah. I mean, that's just the, you know, that, that's it in a nutshell. So I couldn't be someone else trying to, you know, do something that wasn't really what my heart was wanting me or telling me that was uh, the best thing for me to do at this point. And that was to just cocoon, to kind of just go in, which I do all the time, but it's going in and, and then I've got my other stuff that I do. This was like, you really don't have to do that other thing. So yeah. it was really being very honest with myself. Um, yeah, I would catch myself like, oh, I have to. And I'm like, not really. You have, I mean, you have the time mm -hmm. to do it. 
So, and as entrepreneurs, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, you know, when we're creative. Yeah, do, but I, love, I love being creative. Yes. I love creating. I love sharing. Um, but I also uh, know that it was very important during this time in particular to really listen. Like listen, not just with the ears, but listen with every part of me. And everything for me, like you said, is a feeling. Yeah. So I know when something um, is not 110% aligned with, with my heart. Yeah, well, happens. everybody would have saw it anyway. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, really. Like I know that about myself too. You know, when um, uh, just uh, for example, I have people now asking to come on the show, which I find funny. Um, and I'm like, well, um, no, because not, not because I don't want you maybe in the future, but right now this was meant to just give my way of giving back to community was to show other people, all of these great healers that are available and healers look different. There's doctor healers, there's health coaches, there's intent space owners. There are virtual zoomers <laughs> you know it, it looks different everywhere there's alternative there's science so and community has been such a, a big word for me lately and um interestingly enough during this time community is like screaming out at me but that is what we all need we all need to feel connected but we we have to do that however it feels right and I hear that from you uh, very loud and clear, which I love. I love that you took the, I love that you listened. I call it listening to the whispers. Absolutely. I have, you know, I, yes, the whispers for me of the heart were very loud. And I knew that it was, it was, it was literally beckoning for me to listen. And so I did. And again, um, community and like I love that you said whatever that looks like for you because there's no one size fits all there's no to wellness to spirituality um and I think I'm hoping that when we all emerge from this you know I keep hearing people saying I can't wait to get back to normal and it, it kind of hurts me when they say that but I know what they mean I know what they mean but I'm hoping that we when we emerge from this um this COVID-19 that we all have had an opportunity to really figure out um, what is it that we want, right? Not what someone told us that we should want. You know, we've had time to kind of peel back at least some of the layers and the conditioning and the messaging and really come back to what it is that we want because I truly believe that if we can do that, um, that will start to shift so much, so much. Um, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I would say like every person that has come on the show feels the same. So that feels really good for me to be able to hear the same language repeating through all of the people that I feel are connected to some form of spirit or um, to some other source that is, is, is helping guide the way because sometimes um, we need to really turn in like we've been mentioning and, uh, and hear what we're supposed to do. So I, like you, 
hope that everybody is taking a few moments at least throughout your day, if not hours or days, and, uh, and get quiet because that's really, you know, um, I was listening to that song by Lauren Hill, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill today. I've been listening to so much music lately, which I'm so happy about. And, um, you know, it, it talks about how her world moves so fast today and the past seems so far away and that all, all the grace comes from within, right? Really, that's the, that's the message of that song. So it all comes from within. Sometimes it just takes a freaking global pandemic for us to hear it. Right. I mean, it's all, you know, and I think for so long, so many of us have looked to external yeah. sources for, you know, what's right for us when, like you just said, it's, there's some part of us that knows exactly how to do this, exactly what we need. We just need to take the time to listen to that. And, you know, I say that with also very much a sense of, I know that I'm very privileged. We are very privileged. Yeah. We're having this conversation. We have uh, these opportunities to gather in this way and have tools and practices. And I know that not everyone does. So I feel even more of a sense of those of us that do, really anchoring into that so that we can rise and then help those that maybe are less fortunate or for lack of a better word, um, bring them along as well. Cause I do think that it, there is a, a ripple effect and energetically we are all connected. So oh, yes. Yeah. Oh yes, we are. And, uh, you know, Alicia Keys wrote the song Underdog about rising up. And I think that we are all, right? Isn't it a great song? It's I like, love I love her. I just read her book. I'm reading so much and I'm listening so much. And, you know, my brother and I, he's in New York, um, have these, it's almost like they're secret conversations because we feel bad because we're kind of enjoying the break. And I don't think that we should feel guilty. I think that we... We all deserve a, a break from this. None of us want to see the sickness. None of us want to see people dying. None of us want to see our healthcare workers working tremendous amount of hours and putting their lives at risk for us. I think that that's like, I hope that I don't have to say this anymore. Right. <laughs> really, because I've said it like every time I, I don't want to feel guilty because I'm dealing well with it. I want to be able to help others. I love right. that you said that. Yes. Using that out loud just now gave others permission to kind of release the guilt because the guilt doesn't serve us in any way. Yeah. And yes, I like you, I kind of like, I have not had a difficult time during this time. And there is that level of like guilt and I feel weird saying it. I always have to preface it with something else. But, you know, I feel very strongly that so we, we are here at this time for a reason. There's not a coincidence. And so we have an opportunity and all the guests that you've had on this show to help others rise and that don't have the same opportunity. Well, I think it's going to, I think it's going to not cure, but I think it's going to help a lot of people, you know, um, in New York, I was in New York mm -hmm. and uh, this woman who's a firefighter, who never talked to her neighbors before. Um, well, because she's gay, her mm -hmm. neighbors wouldn't talk to her. And then as a firefighter, she had to help one of the family members in this neighbor's house because they were, they'd fallen ill. And she said, well, you know, they're really, really nice to me now. And I thought, well, man, in the same moment, I thought, well, that is awful. 
Mm -hmm. and fantastic at the same time, (laughs) right? Because this, this, this almost will show us how much we are connected, how much we are not different in any way, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think if anything, it showed us that, you know, the amount of money you have in your bank account, what you do for a living, all of that has gotten somewhat stripped away. I mean, yeah, there's a lot that still needs to be um, dismantled and taken a look at. But for the most part, that human connection and being able to see past all of that and just seeing you as another human that's going through a very challenging time, I think that's priceless. It is. It is priceless. And with that, Tanya, I'm going to say ta-ta for now. Very much so looking forward to your virtual space. I am so very excited. And I will leave information about how to find out about this wonderful opportunity that you're providing of, of resources that you're um, the virtual community is offering right now. Um, I think that, that that is exactly who you are, you know, a, a, a woman who serves. So I'm very grateful to know another woman that serves. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thank you. And ta-ta for now.